by Brain Wonders in partnership with Influent Learning. This fourth edition of Masterclass series will take you on a short journey of introducing you to 30 innovative school products selected from across India. In this Masterclass, innovative products, informative content, and progressive ideas are being shared with you. We remain hopeful that this and the forthcoming session will inspire you to take your school community to a new direction of development. My name is Shaman, and I will be your moderator for today. I represent India's largest counseling organization, Brain Wonders, with 108 global centers and around 12,000 connected schools. Brain Wonders has been revolutionizing the face of academic guidance, career development, and personal growth via its US patented DMIT and online psychometric test. Founded by Mr. Manish Naidu, over the past decades, Brain Wonders has been nationally awarded on seven different platforms, including recognition for being the most trusted and digitally innovative career counseling company. Excellence and passion is what Brain Wonder strives for. And with that, let's begin today's session. Before I welcome today's speaker, I request all our audience to immerse themselves in the session and hold their questions, which will be addressed right after the session. I present to you today's speaker, Kanu Priya Sekri, who is the founder of Influent Learning. Kanupriya Kanu Sekri, an alumni of IIM Bangalore, founded Influent Learning seven years ago to enable students and teachers to easily develop excellent public speaking and interpersonal skills, since these are critical elements of professional success. This year, under her leadership, Influent has seen unprecedented success in developing and de delivering fun-based classes for overall personality development. And students from across the world have been a part of these classes online. With several years of business experience as a founding member of various startups, Kanupriya has led teams in areas of strategic growth, business development, marketing and communication, establishing partnerships and designing leadership training. Apart from leading team, Influent Learning, she conducts workshops for organizations in space of personal excellence and mastery. These are a combination of skill building in areas of leading self and leading others. She started her career working with Tech Mahindra as part of the strategic initiative team and was recognized with Extra Miler Award. She has been a founding team member of the School of Inspired Leadership and has spoken as a panelist at forums organized by Business World, TIE, and CII, and has contributed articles to Financial Times, Economic Times, and Education Times. She has also been a part of the founding team of ISDM, Indian School of Development Management. As a student, she completed the highest grade in effective communication from Trinity College of London and was a national level debater. Her passion for communication saw her travel to Europe as a master of ceremonies at the age of 20. Most recently, she has been a part of Dramatech's award-winning production, Merchant of Venice and Towards Zero, which has more than 40 shows in Delhi NCR. Today's session topic, 
is influence and inspire through the spoken word, the science of connecting with your team and others. Over, over to you, Ms. Sikri. Thank you so much, Armin. It was so nice to go down memory lane while you were recounting the things I've done. And it's wonderful to be here. So thank you for inviting Influent. We've been working with schools since 2014. And it's a personal passion and interest for me to interact with school leaders. So thank you so much for joining. I see some familiar faces as well. You know, the COVID era has put us all in different zone altogether. But I would still love to make this interactive. So if I may request you to please use the chat box to put in any questions that you may have about connecting and communicating, because that's really what I most enjoy doing and what I am best at. So I, uh, I will look forward to answering questions at the end, but I would also love to hear questions as we go along, comments as we go along in the chat box. I'm going to be seeing that as I speak so that we can really make your one hour very relevant and you get some really good takeaways. Let me start with a story as all good speakers should. So um, the story, uh, by the way, it would be great if at least a few of you could have your videos on so that I'm not talking to just gray and orange boxes. I would really appreciate it. Uh, if not, that's all right. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you for starting your video. It makes one so comfortable as you would know. So the story really goes back to when I was in college. I was at IIM Bangalore and we were sitting for summer internships. I was that student right through school, college, who was always into extracurriculars, as you could guess. And I was seated next to somebody who was very accomplished uh, in both academics and in the CAT exam, etc. Of course, you all have to be to reach there, right? However, the big difference between both of us was that he couldn't communicate fluently and confidently. And of course, we became friends because we were sitting together. And it made me really, really sad when at summer placements, I got through a leading investment bank and he couldn't get placed till day three, till when a very small IT company, you know, gave him a job only because of the way I speak. And believe me, that was like my first brush with the reality for people who haven't got the benefit of the kind of exposure I had. And that's when in 2003, I told myself I want to do something about this. I want to work with schools across the country, especially smaller towns, to help their students, especially the bright students, to get an opportunity to understand just the basics of putting your point across. It's really so simple, but unfortunately in the race to the IITs, we just don't get there. Neither do parents understand the importance and schools just don't have the time, of course. The CBSE curriculum is more than enough. So that dream took shape in 2014 when Influent Learning started. And it's been a great journey ever since. We have a wonderful team of facilitators who work with all age groups to share with them the secrets of good communication. Now, what I want to do today is actually take you through 
some of the techniques that I share in my leadership workshops. I hope that's okay. Yeah, you could show me a thumbs up if it is. I hope at least one of these techniques will be new for you, at least some of you, so that uh, you could take it back and share it with your teachers and they could build their leadership potential as well. So let me start with that. I'll take about 20 minutes for that and then we could talk more about Influent. So to my lovely audience, here are three things that I really want to share with you about building rapport. These are three very well-known techniques in this area, often used by leaders, influencers, salespeople, and I really feel they should be used by everyone, whether you're a homemaker or a teacher or a dancer, this should be like compulsory because this is what makes the world a better place to live. And that's why this is a very core part of who we are as facilitators at Influence. So the first one is about increasing your likability in order to build connect with people. When we meet someone for the first time, we don't understand what we're talking about. Doesn't matter. If we can be more likable, that itself is going to help us a lot. Or what is likability? Science shows that there are three things needed to be more likable. The first is empathy. Kisi ko uski nazron se dekhna. Apni nazron se nahi. To look at somebody with that unbiased approach. Really, really see them for who they are. And be able to stand in their shoes and see what they're about. That's the really first characteristic for likability. Then being sincere, being genuine about who you are and what you're about, being genuine with your message and having the other person's interest in mind while you're delivering your message. And third, having a sense of humor, the ability to smile, relax, make the other person smile, Three seemingly simple things, but very difficult to implement, could take you a lifetime to implement this, right? And these three things are really the top factors when somebody needs to be likable. And who doesn't want to be likable, especially if you need to influence team members. I've been working with schools now for six years, and believe me, I find principals, when I meet them in my capacity, the most likable people. Because obviously, they're leaders. They cannot be unlikable. That's why they're there. And it's such a joy, therefore, to interact with them because they understand you. They are so sincere about their efforts at making their schools better. And we just enjoy this nice coffee talk before we start, you know, the actual work uh, about putting the curriculum in place. Now, the second technique for building rapport, mirroring, a very old sales technique but very few people actually practice it. And now with Zoom and Google Meet, it's so difficult to practice mirroring, right? <laughs> with all our videos off. So mirroring is a simple technique of matching your tone, your pace, your gestures, your words, and even your energy with your audience, with your listener. And if you are the listener, then with your speaker. This is 
time proven time tested strategy for building influence and building connections with people when i talk about this in my workshops some leaders ask me that if i try to mirror the person in front of me then who am i really am i really being myself i answer by reminding them ki aap apni dadi se kaise baat karte ho aur apne chote se bacche se kaise baat kar sakte ho it's not going to be the same you're going to be talking very differently to a grandmother and to a newborn baby and that's mirroring that's so simple so if we can be different there then we can surely be different whoever our audience is i grew up in pune in maharashtra but i am otherwise from the northern part of the country and we always used to miss really speaking fluent marathi when in college we had to stand in line for admissions to hum kaka kaka keh ke thodi bahut apni sifarish karwa lete the but the ones who knew marathi would always get ahead and they would get out of the line faster because that's mirroring that's just mirroring when you connect with people in their language in their style in their energy you build rapport instantly i must share with some of you for whom this is new that high end sales people the kind who sell million dollar deals also match the breath of their clients whether they're playing golf or whether they're taking them to dinner they will be matching the energy so much that they also match the breath so i'm not taking you there right now i'm just telling you please uh encourage your team members to match the tone the pace the gestures the words the energy of their audience and i know teachers who are favorites do this so well they will be giving high fives to the students they will be talking their lingo they know all the short forms right and that's exactly what building rapport is and now we come to the third key message that i have under building rapport which is ford not the car but a short form for family occupation recreation and dream this simply is a framework i i love frameworks being an mba so this is simply a framework to build rapport with somebody when you've started a conversation with them so a great way to do this is to ask people about these four components about their family about their occupation about their hobbies or recreation and about their dreams right and if you haven't done this i doubt you can influence those people maybe you can influence them because you're a leader but to influence them from a authentic place you will need to know about these four aspects the family the occupation the recreation and dream i love this tool for its simplicity and i love it for its depth i wish there was a way that i could get you all to experience it but try and do this today after this meeting just go out pick up the phone and talk to somebody who you've been trying to influence and talk to them only about some of these things ask them about their family ask them about their work what do they like best about their work what are the challenges in their work why did they choose this line of work ask them about their hobbies and talk about that and then talk about their dreams 
and you'll see that the level of connection is so different and i'm sure so many of you practice this that's why you're the leaders you are but it's a great framework to pass on to your students as well as to your teachers so that's the little bit that i wanted to share about building rapport a very very important aspect now i also want to tell you that as i'm speaking about all this this is also giving you a sense of what influent learning teaches this is who we are and as you all know we can only teach who we are so we make sure that the students who are part of our programs are really good at breaking ice with strangers breaking ice for deeper conversations with friends building rapport all that becomes really important in our program and i'm sure you all agree that that's what they need once they're outside school whether it's college whether it's jobs whether it's business whether it's family they need these skills and that's what i believe in so moving on another very important aspect about the science of connecting is the science of listening and there are really so many types of listeners even on this call so take a look and see what kind of listener are you jab aap kisi ko sun rahe hote hain to aapke andar kya ho raha hota hai kya aap actually mein sun rahe ho ya sirf haami bhar rahe ho ya kabhi kabhi sun rahe ho kabhi kabhi nahi ya pura dhyan dete hue sun rahe ho unki awaaz ko unke shabdon ko या फिर उनकी आवाज के पीछे झाक जाके आप उनकी भावनाओं को भी समझ पा रहे हो या आप उनसे बातें करते हुए क्वेश्चंस भी कर पा रहे हो सो दे दीज डिफरेंट लेवल्स ऑफ लिसनिंग एंड इट्स सो इंपॉर्टेंट फॉर एवरी एवरी पर्सन आई डोंट थिंक एवरी लीडर बट एवरी पर्सन टू अंडरस्टैंड हाउ दे कैन बी अ मोर कनेक्टेड लिसनर अ डीप लिसनर who really goes beyond the office who asks the right questions which take the speaker deeper i must share with you a beautiful example here uh i was speaking to somebody from australia about one of my programs and uh, he's an indian of course but uh, i loved his ability to ask me questions which took me deeper into my own program which took me deeper into my own thought process i really really loved that and it was a business conversation for work but his questions were so powerful that when i came away i felt like it was a coach as if he was coaching me about my work the questions were that powerful and of course he got his answers as well but i learned the lesson of how important good listening can be in any any conversation so this is something that we consciously teach as well and this is a small acronym that we use in the classroom to help participants remember what really good listening or engaged listening is so as you can see on my screen the l stands for let them talk so many of us have a habit of interrupting right of course now with this whole online thing where you're on mute you can't interrupt unfortunately but otherwise we really as a, a community you know in india where there's so many of us if you don't interrupt you'll never get a chance to speak so we are in this habit of interrupting and it's really hard to not do that and just listen and 
The second is to immediately sound back. So we teach students the art of paraphrasing, which you would appreciate really builds language skills as well. Uh, it's a way of summarizing as well. So that's how we are kind of interconnecting language skills with interpersonal skills. I don't think they're very different. Um, and then show that you're listening. This is where the body language comes in. So we don't teach body language as a standalone slide-based curriculum. But when we're talking about how to show that you're listening and when they're acting it out in a role play, that's when they get clarity about eye contact, about you know leaning forward, about nodding your head, about smiling. And just imagine if every kid was to learn these things when they were eight, nine, 10, or 11, what a beautiful place we would all live in. What great relationships they would have if they could just do this <laughs> while listening. Tuning in. This is one of my favorites. When we are listening, and I would recommend you to try it right now, just tune in better, especially those of you, you know, who don't have your videos on. Try doing this if you're not completely feeling connected. Just imagine that you are at a radio frequency different from mine, and you need to tune into my radio frequency to really, really listen. So take a few seconds to shut everything else out. You can also shift in your seat if that helps you. This is again something I've proven over time that when we shift in our seats, we start listening much better. And uh, so do that, tune in right now, shift in your seats, shut out everything else, come to my radio frequency and that's how you tune in. I see that um, somebody uh, has raised a hand. So if you could put your question in the chat box, that would be great, ma'am, because I've been asked to speak right through and take questions at the end. But I do want to hear what you have to say. So please put your messages in the chat box. Thank you. Sharmin, do you want to say something too? You've raised a hand as the moderator. No. No, okay. no, 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 no. Thank you. Uh, the E in the word listen can be taken to mean empathize. Like I was saying earlier, putting yourself in the other person's shoes. So many of us during this COVID period have been holding space for people to have conversations. And even in our classes, we really focus on building emotional intelligence for the students building empathy by simple role plays, by writing letters to each other, by appreciating each other, we help them to understand this. And no thinking while listening. So difficult. <laughs> Check yourselves right now. So difficult to not think while we're listening. Our mind is racing ahead of the speaker's voice. We want to listen, we want to be in the present, but our mind races ahead. So one technique that we teach all students is that when you're listening and you feel that you're getting distracted, either take notes because that keeps you focused, or if you can't take notes for some reason, repeat the words of the speaker in your mind. So if you're in the assembly or there's a guest speaker, just repeat whatever the person's saying silently in your mind, and then you'll truly be able to be there. 
So that's a little bit that I wanted to share about listening and building rapport, because these are the two pillars of the science of connecting with people. I'm just going to take a pause because I see my dear friend and principal Aarti Ma'am here. Good to see you too, Ma'am. Kindly discuss the modes and means also for the non-verbal communication. All right. Um, yes, I shall do that. And I shall do that through an acronym that I'm very fond of. So let me answer that before I move forward. And I shall just see if I can put the acronym here for everybody. Give me one minute. So this is an acronym called SOFTEN, S-O-F-T-E-N. I've just put the full form of this in the chat box since I didn't have it on my presentation. So ma'am, these are, I think, the best things to remember in the non-verbal communication at the very basic level, the first level, a smile. I think we all know what wonders that does when you're connecting with people and yet how few people do it. So when I recruit people for Influent and train them as facilitators, in the very first week, they learn how to smile more. And I think that's so important because when you smile, you're showing that you're comfortable and you're confident. It's not that you're happy, but you are comfortable and confident with who you are and where you are. And so we really encourage people to use that. It's so simple, but people just forget to do it. And then they tell me, how do I look confident? And I tell them, just smile. And you look confident, right? The second one is an open posture. An open posture, by the way, for me, is also about the energy. There's a body language ki technique hai ki don't uh, keep your arms crossed against your chest. But for me, open posture is not just about having hands open. It's having your energy open. So you're really, really open to listen. You're open to connect. Again, ye confidence If you don't feel confident inside, it's unlikely that you can open posture. So in our classes, we also work a lot with building confidence for the students. Because if they are not feeling confident, I can't expect them to have an open posture or smile. So uh, we end every class with this uh, little thing where they say to each other, you are awesome. So if I was to say to you right now, right? Meera ma'am, you are awesome. Vatsala ma'am, you are awesome. Chaminda ma'am, you are awesome. It just feels so good. Who doesn't like that, right? So we, we believe that when the child hears every day that you are awesome from a friend who's sitting next to him, their confidence goes up. And that's the number one thing that uh, people who've experienced us in the class have commented on that the child's confidence has gone up. Uh, the third thing in the nonverbal body language area would be the forward lean. Again, very much to do with your interest in the other person. When you want to build a connection, leaning forward is a very, very subtle way of showing your interest. And I'm sure all of you would observe that when somebody is feeling defensive, you all deal with students and teachers and parents, right? Whenever they're defensive, they're going to go back in their seat. But when they're really eager to impress you and they want that admission or they want that extra uh, grade, then they're going to lean forward and try their best. 
the fourth part is about touch, which really is about uh, having personal space. So we encourage people to understand how much space you should have uh, between two individuals when they're speaking and how it's important to be sensitive to the other person. So it's very important that we understand that the other person feels comfortable, so we need to take a step forward. Or if we don't listen to the other person, we need to move forward. So that personal space concept is also covered here. Eye contact, one of my all-time favorites, as any student will let you know. Uh, we play these wonderful games in the classroom where the students learn how to maintain eye contact with the audience. Because they know they have to maintain eye contact, but they just don't know how to do it. So we play these games where they shoot each other down. We call it Akhiyon Se Godi Mare. So we make them shoot each other down and when they are shot down, they understand that, oh, this is eye contact. And I'm very proud to share that by the end of our classes, every kid knows how to make eye contact. And it's so important. And finally, the nod, right? The quintessential nod, like Vatsala ma'am is keeping me so engaged because she's the one nodding and her video is on and I know that I'm being heard, right? That is so, so important. So that's a little bit about listening and about soften. Thank you, Aarti ma'am, for asking. I hope I've met your expectations on answering that. And now I'll move on to a very, very important topic, especially for leaders, giving feedback. And I know you've all been become experts at this. But I hope that this slide can have one new takeaway for you, whichever it is. So, sabse pehli baat to ye ki feedback hota kya hai? In my opinion, feedback is not only criticism. It's also praise. That's one that I would like to clarify. Feedback is about telling people how they have made you feel by their behavior. So, if somebody is always late, they need to know that how does their being late impact you? Unke late aane se aapke kaam pe kya asar hota hai? Jab wo samaj paayenge, phir wo change ho paayenge. If there's somebody who is doing very well as a teacher and you'd like her to go to the next level, she needs feedback on that as well. It keeps them motivated and it keeps them getting better and better. So feedback has to be balanced between praise and improvement areas. And here are seven very specific do's for giving feedback. The first is ensure that you have credibility, which means that you are in that position Simple sa example is that you are a principal, vice principal, or supervisor, you have no credibility. If you daily so that credibility is really, really important. Now we teach this in the classroom by encouraging students to give each other feedback. And that's so amazing. Uh, when a student has come and made a speech, right? We as facilitators are not the ones giving the feedback. We get the other students to give them feedback, one positive, and one area of improvement. And that's how the students have fun while learning. 
The second part about giving feedback, try and make it private. I know that as leaders, we are very pressed for time. So often with three people standing in the room also, we sometimes just give the feedback that we need to give. But whether it's a student, a colleague, a parent, I think it's very important to be sensitive to their emotions and not for any other reason. This is not for humanity. But if you want them to take the feedback, then please give it in the right environment. That's the important part. I am a very, very work-oriented person. There's this, there's this concept, right? Task orientation and people orientation. When you meet me, you will think I'm people oriented, but honestly, I'm people oriented because I'm task oriented. If I'm not people oriented, my task suffers, right? And that's why I feel it's very important to create the right environment while giving feedback so that you can get what you want out of that conversation. Thirdly, make it timely, which means that don't give feedback for something that happened three months ago. Don't delay it. Give it in a timely manner. Fourthly, be specific. Give examples. And this is something I've really, really benefited from doing as a leader myself, that when you can give an example of a situation and a behavior and the impact that behavior had on the community or on the work, that's when change happens. Just telling somebody that you're always late is not going to change behavior. But by telling them that I've observed in the past one month, you have been late five times. And this behavior is actually impacting us as an organization because the students get impacted, the parents have been complaining, and this is what your colleagues have to say. That specific, objective, non-emotional feedback is what really drives home the point and brings behavioral change. And it needs to be practiced, which is why our classes. The fifth key of giving feedback is to position it towards improvement which means we need to have control over our emotions first, right? Absolutely, ma'am, focused on the work and not the person. So we need to be in control of our emotions so that we are really positioning it towards improvement and not criticism. And then be honest yet sensitive with words. Kafi log hume kehte hain ki kya aap English padhate ho. Toh hum kehte hain ki nahi, hum English nahi padhate hain. Not grammar and vocabulary per se. But hum English ke wo nuances padhate hain, jo aapko as a leader aane chahiye. Being honest yet sensitive with your words. So yes, that's language. But no, that's not grammar. So we will train the people we work with about how to use the right English phrases to give feedback in an honest yet sensitive manner. You know, simple things that like, I observed, I believed, etc. right? So absolutely, Mira, ma'am, personal feedback is essential, which this slide is all about, giving personal feedback to students, teachers, parents, but you have to give it in the right, honest yet sensitive manner. And finally, again, a hard one while giving feedback, but we have to make eye contact. I'd love some feedback myself in the chat box. <laughs> okay. And as you think of that, I'll come to what is really the last part of what I want to share uh, in terms of uh, some tips that I can hope to leave some of you with. This is really, really important. I call it speaking truth to power. 
and it's so important to be able to do that it's so much to do with confidence as well but i also tell people that hey before being courageous please be competent so you can't be incompetent and then go and say whatever you want confidence comes with achievement and achievement comes with competence so you cannot get away from competence who would take any kind of feedback from somebody who's not competent right so that's my message when i'm saying speak truth to power or speak your truth be competent and courageous both there are many competent people in this world who don't have the courage to speak up many and i work with them uh, as in the capacity of a coach so i know this that many people just don't have it in them to speak up so here's what i tell them firstly choose what you're standing up for and choose your battles don't fight everything decide what you're fighting for and why that's important to you second manage both your emotions as well as the message just the other day i had to have a difficult conversation with somebody and i actually planned it i planned it in my head that what is the purpose of this conversation what do i want as an outcome of this conversation and then i sat back and thought what are the emotions involved what will she feel and what will i feel and what do i want the outcome to be and then i planned it in my head what i should say how and when that's why i call it the science of connecting right it's it's i don't think it's an art i think there's a science to it there's a technique there are frameworks that you can use there are structures that we can use and my entire curriculum at influent learning has been put into frameworks and structures uh just like you saw ford like that we teach a lot of structures because then it's easy to remember and finally have a strong internal reputation so when you're speaking your truth make sure you have the credibility to do that so those are some of the things that i wanted to leave you with building rapport through mirroring through likability through ford um also listening the l i s t e n thanks to arti ma'am i got an opportunity to share about soften as well then about giving feedback and a very interesting framework there which you can actually google is called the sbi framework this is by the center for creative leadership it's an american organization that i'm impaneled with as a trainer and uh, the sbi framework is a very useful tool to give uh, feedback in the right way and finally we spoke about speaking your truth i hope that's really been helpful to some of you and now i'll just take 5 minutes to tell you a little bit about our organization uh, so that some of you hopefully can partner with us in the coming year i would just love that so the need that we address is something i've already spoken about in my story when i started that we really need to help all kids to enhance their speaking skills right now in our curriculum there's a lot that's going for us cbse has put in place a lot of very good techniques to help children speak to each other but i think the scope is still unexplored most parents are also unable to tutor for the skill and yet when i speak to parents world over be it in america europe singapore australia this year we've worked with every country 
एवरी पेरेंट्स स्पेशली इंडियंस आर वेरी कीन कि मेरा बच्चा बोल पाए क्योंकि हम नहीं बोल पाते हैं तो वो चाहते हैं कि बच्चा बोल पाए स्टेज पर बोल पाए एक दूसरे से बोल पाए लीडरशिप स्किल्स हो सब चाहते हैं सो इट्स अ वेरी ऑब्वियस नीड एंड इट्स अ क्रिटिकल रिक्वायरमेंट फॉर फ्यूचर सक्सेस whether it's an srcc that you go to in delhi even if you have a 100% uh, points but you still need to be able to speak well when you're looking for that job i've already spoken a little bit about this that we've started 6 uh, years ago we worked with uh, many schools more than 20 schools now across delhi ncr and covid has given us an opportunity to work world over we started um, a new product in march 2020 we were in fact one of the first companies to start online because uh, we are an agile team we are a small team but we are an agile team and we are able to get things going really quickly so by 20th of march uh, 2020 we had already launched online classes and it went really well for us because that's when you know schools were shut for holidays here in delhi and then there were holidays across uh, india across the rest of the world so we did fantastic work in those few months uh, from then to now these classes are held over zoom we have a 12 class module as of now but this is highly customizable as per your requirement because customization is key to customer satisfaction that's my belief if i don't customize it you're not going to be satisfied uh it's a 60 minute class we also customize the number of students so as of now we have groups of 6 to 8 students but in a school format even over zoom we have done up to 20 students and i wouldn't recommend any more than that because in a one hour class we want every student to get at least 2 to 3 minutes of speaking time so that we can give them feedback we also record these videos so that students can see them later we have a lot of contests on facebook uh it's the most popular platform today but we've been having facebook contests since about 3 years now uh we have whatsapp groups we have vocabulary posters for extra learning beyond our classes teachers also connect with few students individually to help them on areas where they may be stuck and we give a lot of personalized feedback which is written so the parents can also help their own words further We've had so much fun doing these classes because the kids just fall in love with us and that really really makes us happy. So all our facilitators work for these kind of testimonials uh, and we have several the parents are so happy about how much their kids enjoy these classes, how much confidence they gain and yes they also improve their vocabulary along the way. But I would urge you to remember that what we build is fluency and confidence because i believe the curriculum that you follow in schools is sufficient for vocabulary and grammar so that's me and those are some of our teachers we have uh, 10 teachers and uh, that that's about it from my side i'd love to now open it for questions yes meera ma'am you said theory and practicality is very different is there a question that uh, you would like to pose there because I am totally on the side of practicality because I believe theory is being taken care of. So in our classes there is very little theory. As you saw my slides were sparse because we do not pack it up with knowledge. All of this is done through activities. That's why we encourage small groups. Uh so for example if you were doing feedback it's really taught by actually giving each other feedback. 
we do a lot of public speaking, storytelling, poetry, because poetry is a great way to learn the language. Uh, we also do role plays and theater. That's again a great way. Uh, so yes, it's all practical, no theory. That's for the schools to cover. Thank you, Ms. Sekri. That was uh, that was a very informative uh, session altogether. Uh, it was uh, it was very very powerful. Be it uh, active listening or be it uh, building rapport, mirroring every approach that you spoke about is pretty practical, and uh, not just kids but we as adults as as well can. Absolutely. Uh, do. Correct. Uh, with that, I think we can uh, open the floor for questions. Uh, I, I think people can start posting it in the comment section. And I have a question while others think of a question, which I would love for you to type into this chat box that... Um, what is the one skill in the area of communication that you think your students really need? So if you don't have a question, you can take a minute to answer mine. Or, of course, I welcome questions as well. Hi, Gurpreet, ma'am. Good to see you. And uh, do post this in the chat box. I would love to know the one key thing in communication that you think your students need. Sure, ma'am. So, Vatsala ma'am has a question. Thank you, Gurpreet ma'am. I agree. Confidence and critical thinking. Yes. Uh, so, Vatsala ma'am, we had, when we were doing it in person, we had a 30-hour program, which started in when the session started, and it ends just before the final exams. We would meet the students once every week uh, for a period of one hour or 40 minutes, depending on the school. Uh, in person, we actually took up to 30 or 35 students. Uh, it wasn't difficult. Uh, online, we have moved to a one-hour uh, format with about 20 students at the max uh, because we make it interactive. Uh, but the duration has reduced. Reason being that because of COVID, there was so much uncertainty that we didn't know whether parents could afford a 30-hour program, whether you know schools would reopen. We didn't know anything. So we made it a 12-sessions module. And the child signs up for three different sessions. So we cover 36 classes, but 12 at a time, so that there's no extra burden on the parents, there's no confusion at the school end. With this kind of uncertainty, that's what I would recommend. And it's very age group specific. So we do not club too many ages together. So we have a four to seven, we have a seven to nine, nine to 11, 11 to 13, 13 to 15 across the board. With the older kids, we do amazing programs on debating, public speaking, speeches, um, uh, because that's very important in the school context. Uh, we also have a fantastic curriculum for group discussions, personal interviews, presentation skills. For the younger kids, we use a lot of poetry, drama, uh, small speeches, storytelling, role plays to make it exciting for them. Yes, Meera, ma'am. Confidence is the one thing that I give a lot of importance to. Uh, like I told you already, the you are awesome. But like that, we play a lot of games. Uh, we've been able as trainers to migrate our 
on-site games to online games and uh, that's been very effective a simple thing like a treasure hunt so if i was to tell all of you right now i know most videos are off but okay can you show me something that is very precious to you so you should see the kids they love it try it in a class that you take they all run and scamper and get something that's very precious to them and show it on the screen or if we want to do um, adjectives right so we'll say okay can you get something that's very very pretty and then they'll run and get something that they think is pretty or get something that makes you very irritated and then they'll drag their baby sister onto the screen so <laughs> it's a lot of fun even online yes vatsala ma'am depending on where you are we must be in touch we do do schools outside delhi in different formats currently of course the online format would work brilliantly because then you get the best facilitators who've been with us for years but otherwise in the past we've also been able to source facilitators wherever you are who use our curriculum which is very detailed so we have a system set up with very detailed curriculum and lesson plans so that what they're delivering anywhere in india is exactly what is being delivered in delhi customized to your requirements where are you i think you can unmute now i'll just unmute myself yes. and then we are uh, i'm uh, working with delhi public school in chatarpur it's okay. in madhya pradesh so um, i mean may i have a query uh what if a small team maybe one or two teachers of yours stay on the campus uh, and maybe for two weeks yes run a continuous program absolutely is that yes. possible yes absolutely we could discuss that sure is it a residential school it is not but we have facilities we have uh, trainers and mentors coming over because it's a small place yeah facility for their uh, uh, we have a guest house of the school campus. absolutely we could discuss that it's a small place so people coming from far away they need proper arrangements for them to be right. there and, and then we prefer having you know those continuous short duration programs maybe Absolutely. one week, week so the impact also is uh, visible then yes. we are working together and then from that then the teachers take over as yes. per plan right so i was going to say we also do teacher training programs uh, in sync with the student training programs so that the teachers can take it forward and we don't believe that we need to be there forever because i think it's our curriculum that's great and our style that's great which can easily be transferred to some teachers not all but some teachers are good at picking that up just drop me a mail and we'll talk more about that Yes, Gurpreet. So yeah, I just wanted to pose one question. Uh, you mentioned in your later half of the session that you are looking to partner with some of the people here. So of course, I understand that you want to look out for some schools who are looking for this type of training. What is the other kind of partnership that you are uh, looking at? I'm sorry. I think I only mentioned about the schools. Yeah. If anything okay. else you have in mind, you could let me know. And yeah, I, I was just asking from the perspective that I am a trainer myself. Oh, okay, lovely. Okay. So uh, not not for communication. Right. I'm basically a technology person. Okay. Um, I'm a CBSC and an NCERT wow. resource person. All right. So, so I'm, I'm totally technology person, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, um, I uh, totally agree with your view that. in the present times it's more about communication 
yes yes and that is one very very important skill which the students need to learn because until and unless they are able to communicate their thoughts they cannot they cannot connect absolutely and that's a very important skill yeah. yes so do write to us we will definitely be in touch sure, sure. thank you so much another question there and up in fire have a drink very good question sir uh, so i see two parts to your statement the first is about effective communication underpinning the knowledge skills and dispositions principles required to have a direct and indirect influence on student outcome if i understand it correctly and please correct me if i'm mistaken uh, you're feeling that uh, my over emphasis on effective communication is undermining um, the knowledge skills and disposition um i'm not sure whether we are on the same page there but i think leaders become leaders because of various things so knowledge skills and dispositions is definitely a very important aspect of it uh how and principals have great communication skills by the way most of them from my experience because that's why they're leaders so the thing here is to help teachers and students develop better communication skills uh the second part of your statement is a question which says how easy will it be for a kid to adjust again to a normal environment once lockdown of all forms are withdrawn as the child is now used to communication online keeping physical distance wow that's a tough one <laughs> and i don't think anybody has an easy answer and i will say what um, i'm sure everybody would say which is that it really depends from school to school and from person to person and place to place we're all still waiting to see what exactly happens in 2021 how do schools open up how fast do they open up what kind of measures need to be put in place and of course the best desire would be that this all goes away but if that doesn't happen then we really have to focus a lot more on emotional intelligence on sensitivity on life skills so that children can really ease into a new normal in schools where they were just so free to be who they were yeah so no really easy answer there pankaj sir but it would really depend school to school i think the question will be that how can we make it easy for kids to adjust again and maybe if you you know fearless educator should have something on that uh manish has asked uh, people want to speak and not listen and of course i agree and that's why we teach listening in our sessions that's why i've been waiting to see the chat box because i really prefer listening to speaking uh, so i completely agree manish and i really feel it's important ki hum bachchon ko teachers ko sabko parents ko samjhaye ki agar hum ek dusre ko sunenge nahi to heart to heart communication nahi ho sakti and you're absolutely right people are tired of listening also bahut zyada webinars ho gaye hain bahut zyada zoom calls bahut zyada youtube videos so log bolna bhi chahte hain and i think wo space create karna bhi important hai to wo balance kaise create kar sakte hain that should be our conversation I would be more than happy to speak to any of you for a teachers workshop as well. Um I also hold a lot of healing spaces for people who are undergoing stress like Manisha saying to just allow them to speak and share and connect from the heart 
I don't know how many schools are holding those kind of workshops for teachers, but it's very important. Teachers have gone through the stress that nobody else has gone through in these times, uh, especially women who've been taking care of home, their own kids and their curriculum and learning new skills. Not everybody is uh, familiar with technology like Gurpreet. So, so many of them learned these skills. So I'd be more than happy to hold a healing space for your teachers. Write to me about that as well. And we'll just do a very interactive one hour Zoom call to help them reconnect with themselves and learn some techniques for managing their stress and their lives better. That's something else that I do as an individual. So since it's the last two minutes, I want to request, I'm still open to questions, but I also want to request every participant to please write just one thing that you're taking away today. Uh, because for me, every hour that I spend on a call like this, it's very important for me personally that people take away something. So you would be making my day if you tell me one thing that you have learned today that will be useful to you or your teachers going forward or your children, your students, any one thing that you would like to share. Even the ones who have their videos off, I would really appreciate it. Akanksha, I, I, Hani, Hardeep, Mr. Gogoi, Igavali, Preeti. Oh, great. So, yes, Gurpreet, we could talk about that. Send me an email. It's yeah, I, I think, uh, Kanupriya, uh, sorry, I'm just unmuting myself, but I feel the schools are really not responding to this aspect of the teacher's requirement, which is giving them some kind of social and emotional, uh, you know, connect yes. and motivation to carry on whatever wonderful work that they are doing. So I think that is like something lacking in Indian schools and we really need to work on that. Absolutely. Now we are For me, out of all that I heard, I think this is the uh, biggest takeaway that, and you very beautifully said it, healing spaces. So yeah. yes, I like that term. So that's the key takeaway. Of course, there are others, but this is the- Yes, just one. Just one Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much and thank you uh, to all of you, but a special thank you to those with their videos on. It's impossible to speak to gray boxes alone. So thank you very much. And thank you to InTouch for organizing this get together. All the best to everyone, stay safe. Thank you so much, ma'am. Uh, it was uh, an amazing session. And I'd like to thank the audience as well uh, for attentively uh, listening and being part of the session. and. I'm hoping to see all of you uh, for the next coming sessions as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sharmin. You're welcome. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.